The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and it's time for this Winners and Sinners on The Hard Shoulder. Yes, Keith Walsh is with me, the writer and broadcaster, and Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM, picking our winners and sinners of the last week. Um, the weather's breaking. Do you enjoy the cold weather? Yes. Cold and crisp. Too cold though. Too cold. I don't like really wet. I don't mind a little bit of rain. I don't like really wet, like downpours, flooding, all that kind of stuff. I don't like the weather after snow where it's slushy and dirty and it looks a mess mm. and you want to just clean mm. everything. But I like, uh, I do like the cold. I like blue skies, crisp, and uh, that's my favourite time of the year, you know. So, it's kind of like we get that in January. Like, we kind of have six seasons now. The winter sun. It's so yeah, beautiful. The winter sun is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. A bit low when you're driving. A little bit. bit. dangerous sometimes. <laughs> just, be, just just a little warning to any drivers out there. Yeah. You know, just be the, wary. The, the weather sun. forecasts and, and I'm not having a go at any of my colleagues here in News Talk who read them, they do have, um, uh, there's not much you can say when it's just really cold and, and it's nothing changing. And yeah. yesterday, at one of the weather forecasts, they were warning that the sun was bright. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. Kind of Exclusive breaking news: <laughs> bright, bright sun, sun in sky, <laughs> bright sun. Uh, the white Chris things are burning. Clouds. Ball of flame <laughs> will traverse the sky. Do not panic; it is totally normal. And definitely don't go close to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fly, take out your binoculars. So does it do you, uh, does it give you a feeling of homesickness, Alison? It's funny whenever I say I'm cold, everyone everyone's response is, <laughs> oh, "But you're Canadian." Canadian. Yeah. It's like yes, and cold, a cold Canadian. It does. I miss the snow. Like I, I really. But see, the snow that we had growing up is not in existence anymore. Like the snow piles, drifts, or whatever would be higher than we were tall. And does yeah. that does that doesn't happen anymore? It just anymore. doesn't happen oh. anymore. Like we used to make. You proper, could dig into. Like I can it, remember building a house and stuff like, and we were like, that, that, "This is Ireland," but we used to get heavy snow. Yeah, but, but did you? Yeah, we like, we had. We? I mean, I'm talking here, Newton. Remember now? No, I'm much younger than Keith, so yeah, I don't. You're remember. much younger. You, you than could both build of us. an igloo <laughs> if you had to. Yeah, so we used to build those as well, and and I have to say, the snow forts in Canada, we we put like rooms into them, and one year my dad hung wow. like little lights, like street lights, so we oh, made wow. like good two friends over, and like a big snowplow came into the yard, and it was like, a huge mound, and we made like. A row of houses, and like mine had two rooms. The living room's a little claustrophobic, yeah, 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 yeah. if I remember. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of too deep into the pile. But he hung out lights for us and stuff. Like oh that snow just doesn't exist anymore. Can't like, do that doesn't. anymore. No. Can I ask you? Have you watched Society of the Snow? No. No. Sorry, this is the remake of Alive. Yeah. Basically, yeah, much better though. Is it? Yeah. Because I love Alive. Alive is great. Yeah. This is very. Oh, it really it. gets into what they did Ooh. during the time they were the more gruesome stuff. Because yeah. in Alive, they, 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 they don't really dwell on that. No. There's kind of a piece of raw chicken kind of appears on screen at one stage. And that's, you know, yeah, they really the pilot's backside. What, that's this, about it. How, what it was like and how they suffered. But, I'm, I mean, I'm a bit, I'm, I tr- like to make jokes during films that I find, uh, you know. Uh, when you find out. Okay, okay, yeah. Like, why aren't they building igloos? <laughs> why didn't they build a snow fort, you know, and call your dad to come down and hang like yeah, yeah. Society of... Society of the Snow. Right. So it's the uh, the Uruguayan rugby team are mm-hmm. heading up to a, a tournament and the, and the crashes and... and, and uh, and then 
at the end your man goes for a walk and realises there's a farm just over the hill oh <laughs> not quite no. we, should, we should have looked over that hill <laughs> look, look behind you <laughs> so it's basically a panto it's like a, a cannibalism pretty panto much. yeah pretty much yeah. All right, okay. and the songs there's not enough cannibalism in panto <laughs> I've often said that <laughs> what do you do when there's not enough to eat <laughs> right Society of the Snow um, catch it in your local theatre in the run up to Christmas uh, Alison who's your winner of the week Okay, I know I'm going to struggle on her second name. It's Io, and she plays Sydney and the Bear, and it's Adabari, Adabari, and she's become an honorary Irish princess, is oh, what everyone's yes. talking. So even last night I was at the table, and my husband's like, "Do you know that actor from the Bear is Irish?" I was like, "She's not actually Irish, but this is the story behind it." So what is the story? So she last year was doing the red carpet roundabouts as well, and it's when Banshees of Inish Aaron were, excuse me, Banshees of Inish Aaron were. Uh, we're on radio, board. Alison. Yes. People can't see what I that know, was. Sorry. They just hear you say, "Excuse me." It was me. a hair Alison on my face. Putting a hair off her face. It, it wasn't attached. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just going to trim my nose hairs in the middle of this story. And she said that she was, she practiced, she moved to Ireland and practiced the role of Jenny the donkey. And it just became this joke that rolled. And she's like, you know, I had to walk on all fours. It was really hard. I lived in Ireland for four months, blah, blah, blah. And people, obviously Irish people latch on to this. And it just literally grew legs. And so then this year, you know, she's cleaning up completely at the award ceremonies, the Critics' Choice, um, Golden Globes, Emmys now for her role in Sydney as Sydney and the Bear. And someone said, you know, who do you want to say hello to? And she's like, of course, my real people on the red carpet and then acceptance speech as well. And she mentions Killarney, Cork, Derry. And of course, everyone's like, she's a Derry girl. All the memes went around. And it's just a nice thing. And then lots of people are saying online. She's a 32 county girl. That's what I take from all that. (laughs) But a lot of people are saying, you know, damned it always happens to us. Like it even happened with Barry Keoghan. Like people are going, the Brits are always claiming. And we're like, now we're just going to randomly pick people we like and claim them as Irish. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Is she, does she have an O in her name or she changed it to she put a Mac in there or anything? Or oh, they put Barry. an apostrophe after the <laughs> oh. Y before the O, like <laughs> Barack Obama <laughs> for a while. She's like, it's a, it's a running gag. And sometimes, yes. sometimes when they get up to, they can get a bit sincere and, you know, yeah. a bit Or can uh, get too hokey even, but this is just worthy. rolling and rolling. Like she's just, you have a laugh and then, and then yeah, she's getting yeah. a lot of mileage out. Because By being herself and authentic, you know, I think yes. that's the key, isn't it? Authentic. Because already the award ceremony is really dominated by, even for good or for bad, like even Andrew Scott's BAFTA, you know, omission. Like it's, it's the Irish people are really dominating this year. So for her to even add a layer to it, I think no, it's great. No British man nominated in the BAFTAs in either of the acting categories. Time. Yeah. Acting or Best Supporting yeah. Actor. Well, you see, I don't know what's happening, but I like we are. Now not, they, they maybe don't. They haven't realised it yet because they do claim Barry. Yeah. Gillen, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're probably looking at it going on. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. But you see, I wonder <laughs> are the uh, are Hollywood gone? These, these great slew of British actors coming over here. You know, they're great. They're fantastic. They don't, you know, maybe don't. don't they don't so. know Irish. I think in America, no. I think in America, they're like, wow, this is amazing. So we have a cultural. Do we have a cultural revival going on? Yeah, because I think kneecap so. kneecap movies at Sundance. Yeah, just yeah. opened. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's a revolution. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. But I know that we've said this a good few times on your show and elsewhere. We're like for a population when it comes to the arts, when singing, writing, acting, like we have a huge We do. Offering. It's too much. It's like too I can much. feel the pressure. Do you know what I mean? I feel like at some stage they're going to come. We like, need to ease off the throttle out. a bit. It'll yeah, be like, it'll be like you too when they made it big. Every, you know, every A and R man in, in around the world was in Dublin looking for the next you too. That's the way it is. They're oh, all yeah. for the next Barry Keoghan. You know, and I'm, I, I, you know, I feel like they'll get to me at some stage. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, Keith. It's only a matter of time. Uh, who's your winner of the week? So, uh, so I'm going to go for 
the Aran Islands. Oh, interesting. Oh. Inishmore. Inishmore specifically. Um, so I was in Inishmore at the weekend and uh, I would like to say to people, if it's not on your bucket list, put it on your bucket Did list. Did you fly over? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, class, isn't it? That's my favourite thing to do. And I'd forgotten because the last time I was there, I got a boat, but before that, I flew. Um, and it, it, flying over to on the eight-minute flight. That's brilliant, though. On, onto Inishore is just, Inishmore is just the best thing to do. It's my favourite. And then coming back, I think it was five minutes because the wind was behind us, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was literally up and down. <laughs> and uh, it's just fantastic. The flight was due to leave at three o'clock, so we arrived and we said, oh, we're here for the three o'clock flight, you know, is, is, will it be on time? And they said, ah, oh, shall we leave whenever everyone's here? <laughs> That's and great. They knew us by our first names because everyone else was an islander on the plane. They knew who they were. They'd booked in. They, they do it regularly yeah. over and back and so they, so when we went up to there oh, oh Keith oh John how's, how's it going we were like you know <laughs> and everybody referred to us by our first names yeah. so as we left the the airport uh, we were walking out to get the airport shuttle uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the man who drives the airport shuttle he'll bring you to your lodgings and uh, someone shouted after you know, he was like Keith Keith and I was like yeah, like you, and people know you you know straight away yeah. they know who you are they know your business how many seats are on that flight Seven, wow. eight. Yeah. One person sits up the front. Uh, actually, somebody got on the plane they were sitting up the front and I was like... It's like oh. getting into a taxi no one wants, you know, yeah. oh, you get up the front I don't want to talk to the pilot. <laughs> but but, but when, when we got on there was somebody sitting up the front and I was like, oh, that's cool. It was, it was a young girl and she was like, I don't know, maybe 19 and yeah. she kind of had the bag over her shoulder and I was like, oh, that's very casual and, you know, yeah, cool. Yeah. And then the pilot got on and he was wearing the full regalia. So, but, so, so if you're a passenger, you could be sitting up the front, wow. uh, which is amazing. And yeah, the flight was uh, due to land at three. Uh, we landed a minute before three. So... Everyone was there. We got on the plane, flew over, and we landed before takeoff time. Brilliant. Yeah, wow. brilliant. And tell me this. I've got to beat that Ryanair. <laughs> yeah, before takeoff. That's great. <laughs> what were you doing there? Just went away. My my uh, cousin of mine is a friend as well. You know, like, I know yeah. we're the same, similar ages. I was 50 last year. He turned 50 this month. So he said, we do something. And That's a we had, idea. Yeah, we had planned on uh, going to Mongolia on motorbikes right. years ago. Right. Like 50, yeah. but, so, then... <laughs> but then... You, but then we realized... You got an Air Aaron flight to Inishmore instead. Basically, it's the same. Pretty much. If you go on to that part of the bit that's like the burn, you know, because it used to yeah. be attached to that the That does burn. look Mongolian, Mongolian, kind of. Yeah. Actually, we were on electric bikes for a lot of the time. And so some, it's kind of the same thing. There's boreens. It's amazing you, how you bear it around down. on the boreen. It's pretty yeah, much... People it's, living in yurts, <laughs> drinking well, fermented dome, mare's milk. dome things that, have, yeah. you know, that are there built what by... Did, the, where did you stay? We stayed in... Um, so Kilronan is the, the big city there. Yeah. And we stayed just <laughs> up the main street of Kilronan across from a pub called Watties. Uh, in Kilronan Cottage. It's been years since I've been there. Now oh. I want to go. You're selling it to me again. But this time of the year, and we really looked out with the weather. Like we mm. talked about, you started talking about the weather. It was so it was it was nice and cold, not too cold, crisp, blue Lovely. skies, and we just like got on the electric bikes and uh, explored the whole. I was island. on that flight we had before the to ourselves, and there was only myself and two other lads on the flight, and the two other lads were builders who. <laughs> who had been working there the previous summer and had a district court summons to, <laughs> to go back. Oh, they, they were flying back because oh. the district court was sitting on the island. Oh no. my God. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who's the judge of one? I don't know. Someone on the Western <laughs> Circuit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whoever. Go into the Your American man, Wattie, from the pub. Oh, Multiple jobs. It's like an old kind of feudal system, yeah, really, basically. Like time. the Lord of the Manor dispenses <laughs> justice. Bring in your oaths for the Lord. Exactly, and then, yes. and then now we have the case of the builders who, oh who my got God. drunk. But yeah, no, I would, I would definitely recommend it. This time of year is great because there's no one there. Yeah. So, and, you know, you have the place yourself. Uh, 
few day trippers, but mostly locals. And then you went to the pub and there's a real turf fire, which you can smell the 80s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um, which is beautiful. Now, the only complaint I'd have is there was a, there's a colony of seals on the island that you can go and see. And there was only three of them. <laughs> not much of a colony. I'm not sure that that's a co- I don't know how many there needs to be. I yeah. Not a colony make in my No. Would you not be happy with the three? They're so cute. Yeah, they were lovely to see now. They're a bit far out and, you know, we didn't want to get yeah. sort of too close. But we were, I was expecting... Maybe the hundreds. locals had clubs with the rest or something, you know? Well, I, you know, possibly, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if it was just both clubbing <laughs> Oh, yeah. Maybe, well, yeah. You need to go back. The Christmas to club. The, the Christmas <laughs> club, as they call There's it. There's a gun club on the island, so... Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We didn't see any mountain men. There are apparently mountain men there. Mountain men. Yeah, but, and but yeah, yeah. there's all legends. Shooting seals. Them, but it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. Okay, now oh. you're not selling it. No. All right. Uh, Inishmore, Keith's winner of the week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much. Keith Walsh and Alison Curtis are both still with me. Alison, what's in the show this weekend? Uh, we're going to be speaking of Inish. What were we? More, Inish more. Yeah, yeah, the Aran Islands. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, good, keep going. Keep speaking going. of the Aran Islands, uh, we're going to be looking at the, every year the Irish Independent do their reader critics awards. And mm. so Paul O'Connell will come in and talk to me about that. Like, so the places that have, you know, won the best guest house, the best place to travel in Ireland, it's all Irish nice. winners. Oh, they've already, they, as a preview, they've already announced yes. the hotel ones. Yes. So Dramoland yes. Castle, yes. number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was in Clontarf Castle Hotel yesterday. Was that oh. nice? Swish. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Why'd I go? Yeah. Oh, it is nice. Lovely. I've been there, yeah. I've never been there before. I didn't realise I was it's even there. Of, like, it's kind of medieval looking or yeah, something. It's medieval. Yeah, medieval. Yeah. But it's yeah. faux medieval, I think, oh. isn't it? Well, yeah. Sandalf Castle. I, I, think yeah. like, I don't think, like, William Marshall didn't build there's it or pretend, anything. There's a pretend, <laughs> uh, you know. what do you call them, those uh, metal suits in the, in the Oh, yeah, yeah, the knights. Yeah, yeah. but they're, <laughs> they're all they're all 19th century. Like, none, none of <laughs> those are... Yeah, 1980s, actually, yeah. But, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Also, Maddie, who won the Great British Bake Off this year is such a lovely man he's going to be joining me on oh great oh, nice. yeah yeah lovely cool. alright um, who's your sinner of the week this person's not lovely mm. Katie Hopkins like still oh god yeah her forgotten about her I, well see in a way I debated picking her because I'm like I'm just giving this vile individual her oxygen yeah so but, Br- British commentator is that how we'll describe her to people who don't know who she is she was on the third season of Apprentice I think but oh, she basically right. she was so bad that she was kicked off of Twitter in 2020 mm. and Elon Musk decided she was good enough to come back on so she got her account again but basically why she's my sinner this week is uh, broadcaster Kate Garraway was obviously talking about the passing of her husband mm. Derek and like horrific he had been ill for four years off the back of COVID it was really awful but she decided Katie decided to take the opportunity to upload a really despicable video, basically poking fun at Kate, uh, saying that she is going to monopolize on the fact that her husband has died. So watch out for the documentary, look for the book, blah, blah, blah. Really vile. It's got four million views, though, which is shocking. Mm. Uh, but a lot of people have come to, Pierce Morgan has come to Kate Garraway's defense. Defense. Great he's, to have him. It's complicated. To... I don't understand. <laughs> Sometimes know. he, like, he supports he's such certain a lovely, people. He's such a, he's such a, you're oh. confusing me, Pierce. 
actress, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Um, Dom Jolly, loads of people going, you know, she's vile, isn't Katie mm. Hopkins vile? Dom Jolly was shouting, she's vile! <laughs> she's vile. <laughs> it was pretty horrific, but the fact that you're like, who are these four million people watching this video of her mm. literally taking a, a grieving woman down? It's just, she's so disgusting, and I did debate using her today as a sinner, but she definitely qualifies Because as a, a lot of people would agree with her. That's a, it's a terrible thing that people will be like, oh, that's terrible now. She's, you know, she's sort of, you know, capitalising. It's the fact that it she spoke about it. Yeah. There was an interest in it. Yeah. She's not going out and going, listen to me, everybody. But he's like a public figure as well. Yes. And the fact that what happened to him is frightening because frightening yeah. it could happen to yeah. anybody and has happened to other people. So, yeah, I just, it's like he's only just passed. She basically, uh, Garraway's just made a statement about not going back to radio or TV for a little while. And so Katie Hopkins jumped on this and did that video. Oh, Disgusting. Yeah. I wonder how many people just hate watch it, though, you know? You know, as in they they they're appalled by it, but yeah. they just they watch Are it anyway. They hear about it, kind of yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't like no, no. Yeah. And she's drinking in like a large glass of red wine in this video as well. So but you're you like, watched it? No, I just saw a clip, oh. a very short bit of it. Oh, one of the but, four million. Yeah, but, but, well, I qualify, I guess. But, but I'm like, you, how many of those red wines did she have? But you know the four million thing. Like yeah. that could be literally the first two seconds, and then the drop off could yeah, be down exactly, to hundred yeah. people. You know, yeah. she's awful. Anyway, hundred people have <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Listening to this. Left it on. Um, she's a worthy sinner of any week. Yeah. Uh, Katie Hopkins. Keith, who's your sinner of the week? Uh, well, I'm going to go for Lansborough, the thing Ooh. around Lansborough, not the town. Controversial. Well, I'm mm. from Lansborough. So I was Geographical born. theme to your winners and sinners this week. Well, you know, I like to get around. You know, I'm trying to I'm yeah. trying to put myself in the pl- in the position of like a, a travel influencer, yeah. you know. So Lansborough. <laughs> or a nationwide presenter. You already have nationwide like, presenter. I think you'd be a great talk. You and Blonde. You, you and Blonde are born for that. <laughs> you have like podcasts, probably, but like you have loads of things behind your name already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Add and something. now travel. God. Although I can't I'm not sure about a segment on Nationwide where like uh, Blonde goes, uh, where's Keith this week? And Keith goes, I'm in Lanesborough. <laughs> the sinner of the week and I found, <laughs> I'll explain why I found a shop that makes pastries that looks like willies um, so Lanesborough I just think it's um, Lanesborough is such a small town it's got like I f- really Lanesborough for me is like I feel bad for the people that live in Lanesborough because it gets nothing it, nothing happens it right. never there's no hotels so we, we go, we've gone down there the odd time and you basically stay somewhere else so you just drive down and drive back why would you be going there? Um, sometimes for I don't feel like saying this now because I feel like you'll feel bad but a funeral or you know whatever you might have to go down or oh, to visit no, people, I do feel you know, bad. sorry about that yeah. oh, so, but you have family there so I, we have friends like we grew up there okay. so we, you know family slash yeah. friends it was it's a board Nimona town so my dad worked in board Nimona and like lots of people stayed there and we, we just moved on in the 80s because and we found somewhere worse <laughs> Amazingly, <laughs> but no, the power, the power station is closed down. There's no hotel. They they don't have any. They're not getting any government money. They're not getting any grants. There's a guy Joe O'Brien who has the shop there, and I remember O'Brien's shop from when I was very young, yeah. going there to get your your sweets and all that. And he does a lot for the town, and they have a festival. And like the river is beautiful, and it's you know near it's on the Shannon, and mm. it's they used to have a lot of fishermen coming in. So there's just nothing happening, and then. Um, somebody bought the the uh, the nuns gaff, and they were doing it up, and they're going to bring some uh, Ukrainian refugees in, which is you know great and great use of of the space. So there's two things going on, and mm-hmm. people are conflating them. So the people of Lanesborough are saying, well, look, this is grand, and actually we mm. need people, and we and there are Ukrainians living there already, so they're fine with it. But they're also making the point, look, but you like. 
we don't we don't have resources. What, what are you giving us to yeah. to manage this? And why haven't you given us something before? So it's two separate things, really. It, it's not like they don't want the people there and whatever. It's not the people of Lanesborough. And I'm just saying this because I don't want the people of Lanesborough to get a bad name. You know, it's a nice town. They're nice people. They just need stuff. You know, they need a bit of investment. And uh, you have to support a population. It's with in the amenities. spotlight for the wrong reason, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not the thing that's mm. going on. And then somebody, possibly, I've heard from a councillor uh, on the radio that probably not somebody from the area lit fires to try and uh, you know scare the landlord off and and he and this is making he, like weekly headlines which is disgusting isn't yeah, it? yeah. like it's terrifying and the landlord rightly wrongly he probably rightly said oh well, I'm not getting involved in this I don't want to like uh, my building burnt down. I don't want to be in, like yeah. it, to feel like you've been abandoned by the government and then for this to happen and like you can see how people can find a bit odd and, and use this as an opportunity to go. We okay. had the same conversations in our area because my area, I might as well out where I live, was very much in the news last year. Mm. And uh, I, I met a woman, I don't know if I've told this story here before, but she lived in the building that was affected, like adjacent to this building where 400 plus people mm. were moved into a place that was not fit for purpose, had 10 bathrooms. And she's like, now everybody thinks we're a bunch of racist, but we're not. And this is what the situation is. I'm a single woman who's bought my property Mm. on a ground floor. I no longer feel comfortable because I'm driving into a car park that has been turned into a bunch of men just showering down here because they have nowhere else to go. And I don't feel comfortable Mm. getting out of my car at 7.30 at night to do this. So you do need to hear all sides, but they, there needs to be resources pumped into areas. Yeah, but all you're, all you're seeing is headlines. Like, you wouldn't want a lot of, like, Irishmen showering in your car park. Yeah, in exactly. Car. No, I certainly wouldn't. I remember if they were, you know, from, <laughs> you know, from another country, I think. I remember um, we were, this is a real tangential story, right, but okay. we went on one of these kind of team building trips away, you know, like a day away uh, with our club at home. We went off down to Cratlow and Clare and we played a couple of matches and then we went to this, this like some former art drill sergeant kind of ran us through the woods and we had to jump in the lake and all <laughs> mad. Like so, and we came back to the clubhouse afterwards and we were filthy because we did jump in this lake and it was all kind of silty and dirty. And the clubhouse had been shut. It had been closed. The only water, running water you find was like a tap outside. And I just remember at one stage uh, standing in this queue and there's like 35 lads from Kilkenny stark bollock naked standing <laughs> in, standing, in, in, standing in the car park with, with one person in front down on their haunches oh, underneath washing themselves under a tap and I just looked over and there was this man walking across the road <laughs> with his hands over his kids eyes <laughs> walking them along <laughs> trying, trying to walk hunched over covering his kids eyes oh, keep walking kids don't no don't look don't I can't take my hands off I know one of us is going to fall but it's just not worth it you'll be emotionally scared oh, if you see this. Brilliant. Was there not an option to wait to go home to shower? No, because we were stopping in Pat Fox's in oh, Cashel yeah, for a bit of food. Oh, uh, right. uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, go to Lanesborough, it's beautiful. So regional neglect is your sinner of the week, is it? Yeah, just the, just that headline story that yeah. makes it look mm. bad. It certainly did. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. You're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and you know what time it is. It's the last bit of the show. Ignition sequence start. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. 
Yes, it is the last bit of the show. Keith Walsh and Alison Curtis are both still with me. Alison, tell me about this Shona Project podcast. Yes, this is a passion project, I would call. As anyone who knows who, which is most of the population in the world now, has a podcast, it's a, quite a bit of work and you are doing it out of, you know, your own kind of space and time. Um, so we started this idea about nine months ago. So Tammy Darcy's founder of the Shona Project. They go into schools. All Keith, you know them, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. They go all around the country. They do incredible work to empower young women to help them through their teenage years. And we just wanted to have a resource for parents that they could stick into their ears and come in and out of it. So like, the you know, we're going to do an episode in two weeks time on bullying. So that might not necessarily affect your family. We're doing one on healthy eating. Um, the one that's getting published on Monday Monday is, do we say published with podcasts? I need to learn it, the it lingo. Drops, it drops. drops drop. It drops. Um, is on online life. So when your child starts to get their social media mm. life up and running, things to like really basic things like what you need to look at Snapchat as a parent, you mm. know, those safeguards and all that kind of stuff. So the first one was Joanna Fortune and she was amazing. And I literally, when I was talking to her, I was writing down, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this today to change even how I talk to my daughter who is 12. Tammy's daughter's 18. So we we're both bookmarking those years. And I'm really proud of it. And it did great on the first day, which is amazing. Yeah, great. And we've got quite a few recorded. And as I say, it's a passion project because obviously I have a daughter who's entering into the teen years. And Tammy's work is incredible with the Shona project. And yeah, I'm really happy with well, it. Well, nice. Great. Uh, people who say there's too many podcasts, they never say there's too many books. That's true. That's no one ever says there's too many movies. It's true. That's no true. one ever says there's too many plays. People do say there's too much choice in Netflix. They do say that. They do. I said that very thing last night. That's right, yeah. And there's still nothing to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry (laughs) Sorry. to undermine your argument there. If anybody wants to get in touch with me, I run a podcasting (laughs) course. Uh, It's a six-week course. We couch the first podcast. When people do say they have... Like, most... I'm included. I'd be like, ugh, another podcast. Like, two more came out on Go Loud in the same week as well. But it's offering something different for people, as in all ones are. I think that's... that's, I I, I would say if it's got a niche, find your niche and be it very niche-y. How... Because I, I meant to ask you this before, actually. How often do you get people who do the course or uh, express an interest and and their idea is just kind of shooting the proverbial? Me yeah, and my, so me and I my pals. steer pay people away from that. And generally, that's a kind of, like, a lot of my courses will be like podcasting for business, say. For, yeah. You know, if you've got a business, you want to promote it. So that's it can be very mm. niche. Um, a most recent one was about you know swimming in Ireland and stuff. So so like once if if someone says something niche, I'm like yes yes brilliant. Yeah. If it's about shooting the, I'd say well look find your find something to start with uh, because you don't have a name yet. So you need to have a, a kind of a niche. It can still be like two friends talking, uh, but it unless you're interesting people or people know ye like you know Joanne mm. and Vogue. Uh, if you've got a, they've got it's a. It's very hard. They've yeah. got a brand. It's very hard to break through. Because there's a plague of people who think they're interesting. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there is. But and there's a there? lot of double headers. Yeah. There's a lot of. Just oh, me and my ball. friend, we're going to just, you know, whatever we're pops into our talk. head, we'll just talk yeah. for an hour every you week. You should do that. We're you, should, crack. you should do that, but you, but don't expect any success. And if, <laughs> and if the success <laughs> comes, advice. then that's a bonus. Yeah. Well, I mean, do it for yourself, you know? A statistic, and I don't want to. You could just not record. You just save yourself a bit of money. I make a podcast every week myself and my friend. We don't record anything we just get into look we have a pint we just you know we try it's great it's a great podcast of the the listen to for podcast average podcast in Ireland is pretty low yeah it is low yeah Yeah. and I mean even if you look at if you look outside the top 10 or top 20 like it 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 is quite low so if you're trying to promote something and you know where your audience are and you know how to get them and you're giving them information that they need 
boom. It's going to go. Successful. That's all. I feel like Live radio. All those boxes. Live radio <laughs> is where it's at. Radio, you know, that's the thing. That's yeah. where it's at. It has withstood the something Test challenge. Test of time. Yeah. Anyway. Thank <laughs> you. Um, Keith, anything else on your agenda? Well, I want to talk about uh, the excitement I felt when listening to the... I was just listening to the radio. I'm not a hockey guy, but I heard that the Irish men's hockey team had made it into Mm. the next round of whatever competition they're in. I believe it's in Spain. And if they won, this is where I get on the... I get on the bandwagon. The bandwagon. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they win this, then they're into the Olympics. They have two bites of the cherry. So if they don't win this, then they've got the playoffs. And I'm like, yes, I'm in. I'm in. So when's it on? You know, looking for it on the player and all that kind of stuff. But also I was like, the Olympics, I forgot the Olympics are on this summer. Yeah, this year, yeah. And uh, and and shout out to the women's hockey team who are playing Saturday, I think. And yeah. they have two bites of the cherry as well. So the men ha- lost to Spain, but they have, a, they have another goal. Best of luck to them, you know. Jolly hockey sticks. I think that's the cry. Isn't it? I th- something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but uh, believe you me, if they qualify, I'm on that you're bandwagon. You're there, you're there. Um, but the Olympics, I just... You love the Olympics. I love the Olympics yeah. because it's, like, I don't mind watching the Grand Prix the odd time or whatever's going on or if there's a if there's a meet, you know, I'll watch it if it's if it's big, if it's got some of the big names. Yeah. But the Olympics got a bit of everything, you know, there's pentathlon, there's decathlon. There's always there's, great stories to come from it as well. Yeah. stories, there's people taking drugs that shouldn't be taking drugs and, you know, they're not the type of drugs you think they're taking. The swimming is... Unbelievable, yes. the diving, uh, the gymnastics, uh, the dancing Great. horses. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, and then there's the, like the, the, like this, the heptathlon or what, what's the one with the with the shooting and then you get a mo- modern then, pentathlon. Yeah, and then you fight. Uh, yeah, you modern pentathlon. Yeah. Swords, you know. Uh, I just think, I, I love it. It's yeah. my favourite thing and I totally forgot it was 2024. Something for everyone. Yeah, something <laughs> for everyone, but everything for me as well. Do you know what I mean? And I, I'll watch things that I wouldn't normally watch and just get totally, like my fa- I'll forget about my family for about a month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and then sort of come out of Olympic land. And uh, I'm I'm there. I'm thinking of getting an Olympic tattoo this year. Really? Yeah, I've been. I've been. I feel like I've done enough <laughs> Olympics to get the tattoo. You've won the watching of the Olympics. Well, yeah. Well, Olympic that gold. is the thing. I did suggest one year that instead, like, and, and we're getting better. But there was a time when we weren't great when we went to the Olympics because we didn't have the pools or we didn't have the track. Yeah. Didn't have the preparation. And it was difficult for us. But I was suggesting that we send people who are celebrities, like, do like celebrity Olympics. So <laughs> in the in, like, you could have Twink doing the high dive or something. So train her up a little bit, and then she could do the three meter dive or the five meter dive. Brezzy. You know, on the 100 meter dash or something, you know, someone who's like well known, everybody would watch it to see how he gets on. It would be like <laughs> Kieran <laughs> Cuddy, Kieran Tai in the shot. Put. This is like when we sent Jedward to do the Eurovision. Basically, yes. it's that, but for the Olympics. And we're still talking with Jedward. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives and us. And I something. suspect if we said Twink to do the three meter driving board, um, we would talk about that for years to come too. Absolutely. You should TM that idea. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Telling you, I did, but uh, you know, I, you know, I just think make it more interesting first. If we're not entering somebody into the modern pentathlon, you know, maybe I don't know, pick a celebrity and uh, 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 Alison, you Train could do them it. up. Yeah, no, I'm good at all those disciplines. Okay, then before we go, what what one Olympic event would you do? What I do, I would do downhill skiing. I'm oh. a very good downhill skier. It's the Winter Olympics. I know, I know. Sorry, I'm more of a Winter other... Olympics kind of gal. Yeah. Or curling. curling. (laughs) Are the Winter Olympics cooler? Mm. (laughs) I teed you up there. Um, So what what would you do? What sport would you do? Um, One event. I want to do them all, but as I get older, I suppose I'm a bit more, like I used to think I'd like to try the 100 metre dash um, just to see how far ahead they'd be, you know? (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I feel like I'd just be out of the 
the and blocks done. and yeah. they're done, you know. Um, and I always fancied myself as a long distance runner. So okay. I'd like to do something that's kind of slow, <laughs> maybe the 5,000 metres. What would you do then? Um, what would I do? Sorry, archery. Seriously, the diving, the 10 metre diving. Yeah, maybe. That kind of scares me. We just drop off. You could just bomb dive it. At least you know Cannonball. what? You'll go viral. It won't. It won't hurt you. You won't win. You, you won't win. No. But you'll go viral, yeah. and people think you're a bit of crack. You yeah. could hurt yourself. You know. Like Whereas if you do the running, slap. I mean, you just look silly. You just look silly after after like a minute. The joke's over, mm. and then the race is another thirteen, no how fourteen you minutes. You think you look? When you know, you put on that bodysuit. Oh no, unforgiving. Yeah, exactly. When you're standing against those, yeah, all I those people, those actual athletes, and when you're wearing, you're like walking around runners, and they're all wearing these like spikes and stuff like that. Well, the downhill skiers are kind of beefy. Like that's what I reckon I could be. Yeah, maybe I'd okay. I'd blend more in. Yeah, because you don't they amongst have, the downhill. I just love it. Be fit. Yeah, you, I, I'm not saying you're not fit. You are for fit. downhill skiing. Oh my god! Oh yeah, they're really fit. They're yeah. strong. I, every but, year you know, I go on a ski trip with a show that I used to produce on a sister station, and I would come back fitter in a week of skiing than I did like if I ran for a year. Okay, I came back like a, a rock. Right, <laughs> but would that be say, same for people who just jump off something? You have to have those muscles working for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe all right. Okay. So we're going to the, the winter. Yeah, we're doing the lose. We're doing downhill skiing. We're on the team. Forget yeah. Paris yeah. 2024. <laughs> team yeah. winners and sinners. Where's the next winter games on? Let's find out. Anyway, more. Inishmore. Keith Walsh, Alison Curtis. Thank you both very much. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.